on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Q and AF. That's where you submit the questions, and we give you the answers. If you would like to have your questions answered on the show, you can submit them a few different ways. The first way is... Guys, email your questions into askandy at andyfrisella.com. Or you can go on YouTube on the episode, which you're listening to right now, that comes out every Monday... And go in the comments section and ask a question in the comments, and we'll answer some from there as well. Other times, if you're first time listening, we have many different shows within the show. We have Q&AF, which you're about to hear. Then we have CTI. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we put topics up on the screen. We talk about them. We speculate on what's true, what's not true. And we talk about how we, the people, are the solution to what's going on in society. Uh, other times, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just 5 to 20 minutes of me saying some stuff that I think needs to be heard. Other times we have full length. Full length is where somebody comes in and sits on the show, similar to what you see on most other podcasts. And then we have 75 hard verses. 75 hard verses where we bring a guest in who has completed 75 hard, who has taken their life from a shit show to not a shit show. And then we talk about how you can correct your shit show by utilizing the amazing tool, which is 75 hard and the live hard program, which by the way, you can get for free. It's a free program. You can get episode 208. So if you're looking to get your shit together, uh, go get that program for free and start living it. It'll fix you right up. All right. We have this thing called the fee. The fee is very simple. If you like the show, if you get good information, uh, if it makes you think, if it makes you laugh, it gives you a new perspective. If it's stuff that you think needs to be heard, please share the show. You'll notice that I don't run ads on the show. I don't run ads on the show because I don't want to be told what I can and can't say by some rich fuck. That's pretty much how it works, okay? So I pass on eight figures of advertising revenue every single year for this show because I want to keep it real, all right? So in exchange for that, all I ask very simply is that you share the show, all right? So don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah? Yeah. What's up with you? Oh, you know, just being black. <laughs> what's it? What's involved with being black? Not much, actually. Yeah, not much. Uh, you know, a few missed calls from bill collectors and shit. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, man, all good, dude. I'm, I'm sore, but I'm doing good, man. You've been hitting it hard. Been hitting it, man. Yeah, I'm been fucking dying out you're, there. You're on a mission now, huh? Yeah. What got you all sparked up on that, dude? You know, honestly, there's a few things, man. Like, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. I like, like for me, I look at my kids, man, and I'm like, dude. Something's got to give, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been on this fitness journey for serious, I mean, I've been on it for three years, and, yeah. I, and I've made some progress. For Lots certain, of progress. No doubt, you know, yeah. but it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I, It's time to get to that next level. I got to get there. Yeah. I got to get there. Well, you know. And, that's how it works, man. It works in phases, you know. Yeah. You you get, this is kind of how life works too, right? When I first met you, you were 350-something, mm -hmm. and what are you now? Uh, 290 right now. Are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, dude, <clears throat> you know, so that's 60 pounds gone. And then, uh, I was know, able to get down to like 270, though. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah, but at the same time, bro, you know, this is how it goes. We, we make a bunch, we make big chunks of progress. Then we start to, we start to get comfortable where we at, even though the job might not be finished. Yeah. And then we regress a little bit and then we go at it again and make another big chunk. And typically, this is kind of how it works for most people. Very few people go from, you know, the, the beginning point to the end point straight through. So, yeah. You know, and well, that see, goes think, for business, that goes for 
fitness, it goes yeah. for life. Yeah. Well, I think that's the other thing too that like I had to really realize like there is no endpoint. No. You know what I'm saying? Like there is no like you get there and that like no like oh you got to keep going. It's an everyday thing. Right. And I think like that's what's becoming more you know more in line and it's like dude you know being with you every single day walk around like there's no fucking reason why i can't do it yeah you know what i'm saying i mean fuck you got every tool and resource you could possibly have in this well, also man i mean real talk for you to build the right the best future for you guys for you and your family it's going to be required yeah it's just a requirement yeah, for sure you know and for what we're getting ready to do you know all the stuff we've been working on it's required it's required so it's it's cool to see you getting after it i know uh I know that training style that you're doing now is, is beating your ass. Bro, I'm dying out there. Yeah. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> Good time under tension. Dude, you know, the real way, the way you're supposed to train. It, it, it's some 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 legit shit, it, man. You're walking around like you look like you're 100. Bro, I'm walking around like I got butt plugs in. Yeah. Do you? No. Oh. I thought that might be part of the being black. part head. of the program. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know, man. No, man. I'm yeah, just so we'll, curious. We'll, we'll see, man. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, like, I'm I'm in it right now. So I'm, I'm in it. I mean, diet. I got everything. I'm fucking eating my meals. And, yeah. you know, I got a cooler and shit. I mean, like, I'm I'm in it. Yeah. I'm Good. in it. So we'll, you know, my goal is to be be ribs and dick, you know? Yeah. Well, so we'll get there. Take some time. But, I mean, dude, I think it will be faster than you think. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Well, uh. I got some good ones for you. All right. Let's get after let's it. Let's get into this. Guys, Andy, question number one. Hey, Andy, I was listening this morning to your show with Zoltan, and I absolutely love the show. You guys briefly touched on how the Democrats siding with the GOP about the border issue. It does seem like the pendulum is swinging towards the right. Personally, I feel like both sides need to take one big step towards each other to truly unite instead of expecting the other side to just come on over. Where do you see this heading? And do you think we'll get closer to a unified nation if this continues? And what will be the catalyst? It's a deep question. No, I mean, there's a lot of aspects that, that, that you know, need to be addressed. First of all, I don't think the pendulum is swinging to the right. I feel like the Overton window of perception has gone so far to the left that if it's not insane communist progressive shit, it's to the right. It right? just appears. Yes. Like, yeah. And what I actually think is happening is the pendulum is moving towards common sense. People are mm. becoming aware of things that should be common sense. Like it should be common sense that we don't give hormones to little children to change their biological chemistry because they want to wear their mom's high heels for a fucking day. Right. Okay. It should be common sense that we don't allow the world to dump their prisons across our border. All right. That should be common sense. It should be common sense that we're not taxed at a rate of, you know, 60 to 70% when we account for all taxes, not just income tax. And then, Take that money, send it over to other countries where other countries then in turn contribute that money back to the politicians sending our money. That's not their money. That's our money. That should be common sense. Should be common sense that we prosecute criminals who do violence in society. It should be common sense that they're held accountable. Um, we could go on and on and on, right? It should be common sense that we don't allow... 13 year old or 15 year old or 16 year old people or honestly anybody to cut off their fucking dick okay we should it should be common sense that there's something wrong mentally happening there um all of these things should be common sense so i don't see them as a far right issue 
right? When I think of far right, I think of people saying things like, America's a white country and it needs to stay a white country, shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I think of far right, I think of like, you know, legitimate white supremacy groups that would be like depicted, you know, in- They don't really exist anymore. Correct. Like, so in every, so these people have manipulated language to a, in a way where anything that's not with them is considered far right. You know, and we see this in the media, right? You never hear them say, uh, you know, conservative. They Everything is alt-right, far-right, conspiracy theory, right? This is just manipulation of language. Yeah. And I think people are, are starting to get wise to that game. But what I really think is happening is I think people are seeing the pain and feeling the pain in their, real, in their own lives, right? Mm-hmm. And people tend to not care about things until things show up at their doorstep. And we've been doing this show talking about these issues for four years now. And it should be, uh, you know, common sense. This is another thing that should be common sense that just because you see something happening in a little uh, area of the country, right? And you could see that it's got uh, legs and it's got movement, right? You should be able to anticipate that eventually that's coming your way. And and people haven't done that, right? Mm-hmm. So like all of this stuff could have been solved or prevented had we acted early in 2020 and said, hey, we're not with this shit. Yeah. Because here's the truth. Most of you guys listening knew that this was bullshit from the very start. And you cowered and pussied out and didn't say anything, didn't rock the boat, and then it spread, and it spread, and it spread, and it spread, just like I fucking told you it would, and now it's here at your fucking doorstep, and a much bigger problem than what it would have been had we all just said bullshit back then. Mm -hmm. And so what I think is happening is people are feeling the pain, dude. Like, there's more uh, credit card defaults than there ever have been. There's, There's, you know, people are feeling the actual pain of this. They're seeing it, they're seeing the crime. They're seeing the migration. They're seeing the invasion. They're recognizing the tax theft. They're recognizing the corruption. They're recognizing the manipulation and the next thing. They're recognizing the zero accountability. Like all of these things are being recognized now. And do I think that will unite people? Yeah, I think it should. But there's still a lot of people out here that, you know, for example, we just looked at what happened in the elections last week and, you know, all those elections that happen, like, for example, in Ohio, where people vote for the, the the topic of abortion above any other issue. Right. Okay. Well, the topic of abortion may affect you once or twice in your entire fucking lives. Maybe. Yeah. And that's a big maybe. And because of that, because of that issue, you're willing to put all these other issues like the economy and crime and all of these things that actually affect your life over here on the shelf and vote for this one issue because it emotionally stirs you. And that's fucking stupid. Like you, you're going to tell me that you're going to vote that over everything else. And this goes for the left and the right who fucking cannot get this issue. They cannot stop arguing about it. And, and dude, they're being propagated to argue about it because the people who want to win the elections know mainly the left, know that they can convince a lot of women and a lot of people to vote pro-choice 
on that issue. So that issue is pumped hard as fuck because they don't have any policy issues that actually make sense. And until people get smart enough and come together enough to realize that there are above the line issues, the economy, crime, things that affect us every single day and below the line issues. These are ancillary issues that, you know, they don't affect us every day. And, and we should be thinking as people, we have to create a, a successful, solid base for our country, and then we could talk about these other issues later. Yeah. And and dude, this is this is yeah. that should be common sense, but it's not. And people are willing to vote and fight and argue over this one issue and destroy their entire lives and allow their entire lives to be corrupted and polluted and basically stolen away from them by tyrants who remain in power because of this one issue. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we can't as as long as we're focused on the ancillary shit. None of the main shit can get fixed. Correct, and, and that's the point. And they know that. That's the point. Yeah. And so, when when this person asks, I think both sides should take a step towards each other. I highly disagree with that. Mm. I don't think that at all. I don't think anybody on the middle or the right should be taking any steps towards the left. I think these people are fucking insane. Mm. Okay. There's a big difference between Democrats and leftists. And I'm talking about leftists. Leftists are fucking communists. These people are our enemy. These people would fucking kill you if they had the chance. They fucking hate you. There is no step towards that that should ever be made ever again. Democrats should be stepping to the right of that yeah. and joining the common sense people and realizing that all of these social initiatives that they've bought into over the last you know decade have been fucking bullshit and that they've been tricked. You know, this this political correctness, don't offend anybody, participation trophies, uh, Me Too movement, uh, you know, Black Square, fucking cancel culture, like all of these things, Ukraine, all of these things have been used to manipulate the quote unquote left of the aisle and some common sense Democrats have gotten wrapped up into it. And what I observe happening right now is that a lot of these common sense Democrats are realizing that they have become the useful idiots. And they're like, no more. And that's what needs to happen. Those people need to take a step to the right and get in the center and say, I'm not with these motherfuckers because those leftists over there, those people are a disease in our country. They are a fucking disease, okay? And they will take everything and they will ruin everything. And here's the funny thing that these leftists don't understand, we've talked about on this show a number of times, is that uh, I think Zoltan hit it on the, on the show yesterday or last week. These people, because they are willing to use violence against the government and against the society to get their way politically, the minute that the people that they're trying to get into power politically get into power, they kill those people mm -hmm. because they can't trust those people to not turn against them the minute they see the real agenda. Exactly. So like this whole like fucking communist leftist bullshit happening in this country, every single person that considers themselves a common sense American should be taking five steps away from that and let them be out here in isolation world and they will be dealt with appropriately. That's the truth. Okay. But we, you guys need to get away from them because what's happening now is the common sense Democrats are confused with the leftists because they keep supporting the thing. And bro, that's a dangerous situation for these common sense uh, Democrats. Very dangerous. Not just from a situation of like actual danger, but you're voting and, and continue to vote and continue to like allow your country to be diluted, which is going to hurt you and your family and your future. And that's something that needs to, 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 to come to reality for a lot of people. So, you know, look, 
they've done a good job dividing everybody. They've done a, they've done a good job of making everybody think that, you know, like I'm sure these Democrats, they're like we see the way they react. Did you see that clip of that dude coming out of the polls, approaching that guy who was at the polls and screaming at him about like handing him a Republican pamphlet? Mm-mm. You didn't see that? No. Well, there's this video that went viral last week about it's like this white dude. And he comes out and he's got a lisp and he's like talking to this dude and he's basically berating this guy who's just handing out Republican Mm pre-ballots and um, talking all this crazy shit. Well, bro, those people have been wrapped up into the manipulation and they ain't coming back. Mm -hmm. They ain't coming back. You're not going to convince them, bro. These people are convinced that everybody else is their fucking enemy. They're convinced that anybody who votes Republican or who voted for Donald Trump wants to kill them. And like, you know, like this, they've done a great job of dividing everybody. And the reality is, is that's not true. People don't want to fucking kill you. We're just sick of your shit. We're sick of having everything jammed down our fucking throats from the far progressive left. And it's not just me and it's not just, you know, fucking far right people. It's everybody. Everybody's tired of it. And you're seeing it in the polls. And so I don't think, you know, I don't think the polls matter because I think they're all manipulation. But I, at the end of the day, I do think the tide is turning. And, and do I think it's going to unite people? I, I, I don't know, um, because people seem to, you know, even on the right, look at how everybody argues on the right. Look how look how vicious these are these people are towards themselves. We have a bunch of clout chasing fucking idiots on the right who want to have a social media brand who spend their whole day arguing with each other, insulting each other, tearing each other down, and then we can have no unity or organization for common sense Americans at all. Right. You see, so right. the division is happening not just between the right and left, but also amongst the right and amongst the left. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's becoming completely fractured. So for unity to happen, Everybody has to come together and say, bro, we're going to all lose. We're all in the same boat. And these motherfuckers, the leftists, are drilling holes in the back of the boat. And I'm going to tell you this. If I'm in the middle of the fucking ocean and I'm in a boat with 20 people and there's fucking two of them in the back drilling holes in the boat, guess what I'm doing with those two? I'm throwing them off the fucking boat. And that's what needs to happen here. Okay, because we have a small group of people. How does it make sense that we bend society's rules around the 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 will of five percent of the population how the fuck does that make sense yeah. that makes no sense and it doesn't make sense to anybody and everybody's afraid to say it and because nobody's saying it it continues to happen so if we want shit to change and we want to fix what's going on in the country we're going to have to speak up against that small little minority that's really fucking loud and tell them to shut the fuck up that's what's going to have to happen and that's going to have to happen from Democrats, Republicans, people in the middle, fucking everyone. Because we got a bunch of fucking loose screws killing our whole entire system, dude. Yeah, that's a fucking fact, man. I love it. So that's that's my take, dude. I love it. You know, you, you know, <laughs> it's funny because people, Democrats are like, we should take a step toward, take a step towards, take, what are you talking about, bro? You've taken all reality and moved it from common sense. Like we're arguing over basic biological fact. Hmm. Man is a man and a woman is a fucking woman. That is real biological, actual fucking fact. And how many arguments do we see on the internet of this? Yeah. Thousands, millions from fucking educated people. Like, it's not even a conversation worth entertaining. It's so fucking stupid of a conversation. Like, to even entertain it makes you part of the problem. Lower, lowers your IQ. No, it, it, it changes the, the fucking perception because now we're arguing over it. 
Like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. We shouldn't even be arguing over it. It's a, it's a fucking biological fact, bro. Like, there's no argument to be made. A man is a fucking man, and a woman is a fucking woman. It is what the fuck it is. Okay? You were born in a different body. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But I'm sure as fuck, pretty sure you shouldn't cut off your dick. Okay? Because you might want it back. Like, these are facts. And when we fucking buy into the conversation about these facts. Yeah. All right, we're giving power to the to the to com- yes yeah. when it deserves 100%. no power. One hundred percent, man. I love it, man. I love it, guys. Andy, question number two. Andy, I'm struggling with visualization. Uh, I am doing phase one of Live Heart and doing visualizations every single day. When I visualize huge, exciting goals, they feel far off and impossible to achieve. Um, when I'm done visualizing, I feel discouraged and like I can never actually achieve those goals in real life. When I visualize smaller, more quote unquote realistic goals, I feel uninspired and unmotivated because the more realistic goals honestly don't get me moving. How do I manage this and how do I determine what I should be visualizing? Well, you should just quit. You flip that no mercy coin? No, I'm just saying just quit. Yeah. Because it ain't working out the first time you tried it. Mm. It ain't, it ain't, you're not getting it. So just quit. Just quit. That's what y'all want to do. Y'all ask stupid fucking questions all the time. How do you visualize? Visualization is a skill. I've answered this question 4,000 fucking times, bro. Visualization is a skill you have to practice. When you first start, it's going to suck. It's going to be hard. You're, that's why you have to sit down and fucking concentrate on it. Okay? Let me explain to you where you're fucking up. Here's where you're fucking up. You're thinking of the picture, and while you're thinking of the picture, which I've explained this, I don't know, 40 fucking thousand times, while you're thinking of the picture, you're thinking of how you're going to get to the picture. And because you're thinking of how you're going to get to the picture, instead of just thinking about the picture, you are fucking not operating the program the way that I tell you to do it. I say this over and over again. Visualization is a time for you to think about the outcome. It is not a time for you to think about how the outcome is going to be produced. That's the rest of your day. That's the power list. That's the live hard program. That's understanding what a critical task is that moves you towards that vision. There's a metaphysical and quantum physical reality about thought. And when you actually think something, it becomes an actual subatomic particle in reality and can mature into a real thing. And so when you think about what it is that you're trying to to become and you start thinking about how you're going to get there, you never actually get to fucking believe or, or inspire yourself or paint the picture of reality in your mind. Okay, so stop fucking thinking about how you're going to get there and just start seeing yourself there. And then all the rest of the time, dedicate yourself to moving there. Yeah. You're mixing up the the, the process. Yeah. Okay. And and yeah, you're right. Small, uh, small, realistic goals. That whole narrative was made by people who never achieve fucking anything. Okay. You got to have big goals because big actions is what's required to change your life. Yeah. If you have small goals, you got small actions. If you got big goals, you got big actions. Big actions make the difference. Small actions over the course of time, yes, they technically add up. But I'm going to tell you this right now. When you sit there and think about small little goals and, you know, little things and, you know, oh, step by step by step through the process, you, you, you never get where you're trying to go because, first of all, you've never even thought about where you're trying to go. You're thinking about three feet down the road. Well, three feet down the road isn't going to inspire you because it's real close to what you fucking are right now. You can still see it. Yeah. But- 
10 years down the road should inspire you if you don't allow yourself to get confused with the process of visualization and the process of execution. They're two different processes, okay? So like, if you guys just listen to what I say, you'd fucking hear, I've already said this like a thousand times. Like, dude, when I quit MFCEO, this is how it got for me. I got to the point where I'd answer the same question so many fucking times that I just got tired of saying it. Like, when I bring MFCEO back this next time, like, it's going to be fucking different. Like, y'all are going to fucking listen or I'm going to kick you out the fucking show. Like, I'm not even going to, I'm going to, because I got a way now to make sure you can't listen to the show if I don't fucking want you to. So, you'll find out about that too. Switch, yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, the point is, is that you guys fucking analyze shit far too much. You don't listen to specifics. You think you fucking can make adjustments and things don't work. It's like trying to bake a cake, bro. You can get the best recipe in the world from the best cake maker in the world and you you think that like you can make adjustments to it and you've never made a cake in your entire fucking life right and the whole reason that you the whole reason you went to get that cake recipe is because that the, the cakes you've been trying to make are they suck right but then you you think that like because you go over here and get this new recipe from someone who's actually good at baking cakes that you're somehow qualified to make adjustments oh, a little extra sh sugar a little extra this i'll bake it twice as fast i'll bake it at twice the temperature I'll, like y'all think you're fucking smarter than you are and that's the problem okay so let's consider reality here here's the reality follow directions when you visualize things think of big ass shit your ultimate outcome no limits no matter what it is like, if you want to be the fucking president of the United States, visualize yourself being the fucking president of the United States. When you're done visualizing, take that vision and backtrack it into an actual executable steps called critical tasks. Plug it into your power list. Okay. You can go listen to episode 16 on the Real AF feed. It'll give you the power list system. It's fucking free. And then work every single day to realize that vision. And you may not actually end up realizing that vision because, you know, maybe... I don't know, maybe you get in a, maybe you become something close to that. Maybe, maybe instead of becoming president, you become governor. Maybe instead of becoming president, you, you become president of a company with, you know, like, but the point is, is by taking the actions to go towards this vision, as you get closer, you can narrow it down, narrow it down, narrow it down and get specific about where you want to be. And like, dude, yeah, it's normal to be uh, bad at visualization in the beginning because it's hard to do. It's not something like this is like saying, hey, you're going to pick up a guitar and play in fucking five finger dip, death punch next to Zoltan. Like it ain't going to happen. Yeah. You got to do it over and 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 you make it part of your life. I was going to ask you, too, because I, I feel like I get a, a hint of this. It's like, you know, when you first get going and you realize, OK, I got to make big, big goals or visualize something massive like shouldn't there be a part of you that's a little scared because you're, I mean, you don't even know that that's even possible or to exist. And so like, should there be a little bit of like, I would say, yeah, because most people think so small, bro. They're not, they don't even think past the weekend. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, is that part of it? Like, yeah. Yeah. That is part of it. Like, do you want a drastically different life? Then you got to visualize a drastically different life. Yeah. Okay, if you if you buy it like, bro, if you buy into the small obtainable goal mindset, you're going to live a small obtainable life. That's reality. Okay, big goals, big actions, big life, small goals, small actions, small life. That's how the fuck it works. Okay, and, and, and all the spiritual gurus on the Internet can tell you different, but I can promise you they're fucking wrong.
Yeah, I love that, man. So make bigger goals, man. Bigger fucking goals, bro. Biggest be. fucking goal you could possibly fucking think about. We got a lot of time on this planet, bro. You can do a lot more than you think in 20 fucking years. A lot more. All right? And by the way, you've probably got 60 years of life in front of you. Real talk. At minimum. Even if you're 40. Oh, shit. I mean, okay? We're 10 years. years technology. You might that, be able to live for that's what I'm 100 years. Bro, I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah. We're getting into an age of technology where, like, fuck, bro, you get an arm cut off, they'll fucking 3D print you a new fucking arm, stick it back on your body, dude. Like, you, you, you guys might live for 100 more years mm. because of technology. And you're sitting here talking about small, obtainable goals? Motherfucker, go conquer the fucking world, bro. That's what you're here to do. Stop being a fucking bitch, talking yourself out of it. We need greatness. We need fucking people that are willing to fucking have balls and go after shit. That's what the fuck we need. So, like, stop this shit. Like, oh, let's take my three-month plan. No. What's your 30-year plan? What the fuck could you ever, what could you be if you dedicated every fucking day of your life for the next 20 years to that thing? What could you be? Here's the answer. Anything you fucking want. That's what you could be. Ask me how I know. Because that's what I've done. And you could do it too if you stop listening to these fucking morons. I love it, man. I love it. Guys, Andy, question number three. Hey, Andy. Uh, I'm a salesman, project manager in an asphalt maintenance company. I am struggling as no one likes an asphalt guy to cold call or stop in or try to pitch them. I know you have experience in parking lot work as well as going door to door. What ideas and advice do you have for a young man trying to learn, grow, and bring in revenue to a company that already has the market pretty well captured within the area? I'd love your input. Reps. Reps, 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 reps. More reps. You guys highly underestimate the amount of reps it takes to become effective at what you do. Okay? You you guys think that you can do something a hundred times and you should be an expert. Bro, it's going to take a hundred thousand times. All right. Do you know how many conversation, how many edits have you done on your audio, Joe, over the course of your career and having multiple platinum fucking albums to show for it? How many millions, millions of fucking edits, millions of edits. Do you know how many fucking knows that I've gotten in business? You know how many fuck yous I've gotten? You know how many get the fuck out of my stores I've gotten in 25 years, bro, <laughs> like way more than I've ever gotten. Yes. Mm. Like 98% fuck off. 2% yes, okay? And you guys go out for three months and you think, oh, I can't do this. Bro, for 10 years I did this, for 10 years. My first three years I got paid $0 in business. I survived by working at a fucking bar, okay? And then doing odd shit. The next seven years I made $695 a month. I made $58,000 total my first 10 years in business. Now remember, this was before social media. Okay, this was where you had to go out and fucking talk to people. Mm -hmm. How many fucking times do you think I had to go talk to people or go door to door or not to even get in the game to where I could build what the fuck we've built so far, which by the way is at the very beginning of what we're building. How many, bro, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of fucking reps. And along the way, when you're ready to quit and you're ready to give up, you're gonna get a yes. Okay, and that yes will keep you in the game. You're going to say, all right, I got this yes. And you're going to learn something how you got that yes. And then you're going to go out and you're going to get a whole bunch more no's. And then, and then you're going to get another yes right when you're about to quit. And you're going to learn some more stuff. 
And eventually through those yeses, you craft the behavior to get more yeses. And eventually you get good at this. And eventually what happens is you start to get more yeses than you get no's because you're so fucking good at what you do. And here's the cool thing. When you become great at what you do, people want to work with you. So then you get more yeses because of that. You so you got to start telling them no. Yes. So what ends up happening is if you stick with it, what the whole paradigm flips. And instead of people like not wanting to work with you and telling you no, you're having to tell people no because they want to work with you because you become so great at what the fuck you do. So like, this is just reps and you have to stop, you know, first of all, I commend you. Asphalt's very fucking hard work. Painting the stripes on parking lots, very hard work. I've done both and they're both hard. Selling it is even harder because nobody fucking gives a shit about it. So here's how I would look at this situation. You're at a tremendous opportunity to gain real valuable skills because you're selling something that nobody fucking wants and nobody really needs. Like people will just drive their car over bullshit as long until the shit falls apart and then keep driving on it. Right. Yep. Like I will like, <laughs> you know, it, it's it, that's how, and, I, and I have the means to replace my shit and I still do that. Mm. So like this is a hard sell thing. But here's what you gain by selling things that nobody wants. You gain massive skills and the ability to sell. Okay. I sell fucking vitamins. How many motherfuckers do you think want vitamins? I've been selling vitamins for 25 fucking years. Yeah. Nobody wants a motherfucking vitamin. You know what they want? They want McDonald's. They want fucking ice cream. They want a beer. Okay. Had I sold beer, oh. I'd be a fucking, I'd be worth fucking hundred billion dollars by now. <laughs> but the reason that I have yeah. such a good skill set and I've learned so much is because I picked a product that was hard to sell. And now I have a special skill that not a lot of people have. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a, uh, I love that. Yeah. Man. You got to value where you are in the process and what you're selling and look at the opportunity for what it is and for what, for where you're at. I think you're in a great opportunity. You're in a company that you said already has the market kind of locked up. That means there's a ton of resource of knowledge inside that company that you can learn from. Two, you're selling a product that's hard to sell, which means it's going to take a lot of reps. You should be thankful for that because every rep you get is a rep the other guys don't take, which makes you better than them. Three, by selling a product that's hard to sell, you're in a situation where you're polishing your skills and sharpening your spear to be in a very effective communicator and salespeople because it's hard to sell. Nobody comes and says, hey man, can I get me some of that asphalt? Like that ain't what the fuck happens, right? So like, think about you versus the guy who sells fucking weed, all right? Everybody wants some weed. That motherfucker has zero sales skills because everybody wants what the fuck he has, right. all right? And these are the guys saying they're hustling and shit. No, you're hustling. Because you're actually using real, you're learning real skills by selling something that is hard to sell, which is going to benefit you dramatically over your competition 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. So just fucking reps, bro. Man, I fucking love it. I love it, man. Yeah. Guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah, go pay the fee. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll, can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed. Close.